Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to the Illuminate with Lizzie podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie Q, and I am super excited that you are tuning in today. Also, if I sound stuffy, it is because I am. I have a stuffy nose. My whole family had or caught the cold on Christmas. So it was kind of inevitable that I was going to catch one too, even though I was like, no, I'll be fine. Well, I woke up with a stuffy nose today, so (laughs) I took a bunch of vitamin C, and hopefully it will pass very, very soon. And also, if I'm sounding echoey as well, it's because I'm in my new room, and I haven't put as much stuff in here yet, but I was like, let's record in this new room, new energy. So yeah, (laughs) but aside from the audio concerns, hopefully it doesn't sound too funky to where you're like, what is going on? I'm still here. I'm still me. And I'm excited to dive into the topic today. So today I want to talk about how to know when it's time to move on from a person, place, or thing. So pretty much how to know when it's time to move on from a noun. (laughs) All corny jokes aside, I really do believe that it is important to talk about this because I have met so many people that are getting these intuitive hits, that are getting these signs, that are feeling some type of way, but aren't taking action about it. And I'm also guilty for this as well. When I was living in LA, I was getting a bunch of signs of, oh, this is no longer in alignment with me anymore, but I'm just going to hold on just for a little bit longer. And I think that's very common to pretty much hold on to things in our lives because we are comfortable with it and we're scared of the unknown that's just that's just the human thing our ego's like okay you don't have to do anything different because this is kind of this is still working for you right now it doesn't matter if you're not the happiest you can be maybe that's the norm nope that is not the norm one of the biggest things that i have come to realize is that if you don't take action on what your intuition is telling you whether it be in this part of your life or this part of your life, in a relationship, in with work, with um, wherever you're living, then the universe is going to send you a bigger sign that's not in those areas. It's like, hey, something else is going to be impacted. So you actually are paying attention to what it is that you need in your life to change. That's what happened to me. I mean, my health was something that was impacted when I was taking way too long to take action on what I already knew I needed to do. So yeah, this is when I was living in LA. I mean, I got a a bunch of signs when things were really out of alignment with certain parts of my life. And one of the biggest parts that I feel like was the hardest part was one of the hardest things to accept and to let go of were certain people in my life that I knew weren't aligned with me anymore. And that doesn't mean that I didn't love them any less. It doesn't mean that I don't love them any less. It just means that it just means that it was time for me to move on to different connections, to allow different connections to come in to really make space for that. And I feel like the reason why relationships and friendships may be that part of your life that may take longer for you to address if something feels off is because Connections are such a huge thing and people make an impact on your life and you make an impact on them. I mean, you create this energetic core, this energy. And I feel like as 
spiritual beings, you know, we all come from so much love that it's almost like you really don't want to hurt the other person. But the thing is, the longer that you hold on to something that no longer serves you, you end up hurting yourself more. And then you end up hurting them as well on a spiritual level, on an energetic level. And even though it may be really hard for the other, the receiving party to understand why you need to make this shift in your life, in the long run, energetically on a soul level, they do understand and they will understand because you came into this agreement before you came into this lifetime that some connections aren't meant to last forever. And I'm talking about like relationships, some really strong friendships that all of a sudden you're like, you know, for some reason, I don't connect with you like I once did before and knowing that that's okay. So I already have an episode or two that address this that I'm going to go into some signs of how to know when it's time to move on from a relationship or from a friendship. So for moving on from certain friendships, things are just going to start to feel unaligned. Like I said, you don't get, you may not get as excited to hang out with them as you do with other people. I know that when I started meeting more of a spiritual community in LA, I was just like, wow, I am so happy to be spending quality time with these people. Or just when I would meet other people, just new people in general, sometimes just new connections are meant to form and you're supposed to give more of your energy into those connections. Like I'm not saying that I didn't, if I met somebody that wasn't spiritual, that I wouldn't give my time of day to them. It was more so that I was just being drawn to different people. I was also being drawn to people that were just very, very passionate about something, that doing something that lights them up inside. It was really the universe expanding, bringing these expanders into my life, showing me that these people are doing what they love and they're also making a living out of it and they're also happy doing it. And it was showing me that this is possible. So that's also why... The universe may want you to kind of move aside from certain people in your life sometimes to really give you those expanders so that you can manifest whatever it is that you want to bring into your life and take that leap of faith. Sometimes the universe brings people into your life to show you what you're also capable of doing and to give you that courage to take that leap of faith. Another sign is that you may start to find that the conversations you have aren't exactly the conversations you want to have. And I think that, you know, this is okay if you do have, if you still hang out with certain people that aren't spiritually awakened yet or really have no idea what you're talking about. It's okay to still hang out with those people, but when you're able to really just express yourself and talk about whatever it is that's on your mind, however esoteric you want to get, and just have have people be able to receive that and like converse back with you, that is freaking awesome. I mean, it doesn't even have to be about the spiritual awakening aspect. Whatever you're passionate about, to be able to have other people talk to you about your passions and really understand that in a way that you do is absolutely wonderful. And it's something that helps raise your vibration. It's something that lights your soul on fire. And whenever you move up that vibrational frequency scale, you start to attract more and more that matches that vibrational frequency. So your life just starts to become more aligned in general. 
You may also feel like your viewpoints on life are different to certain beliefs, like I said before. And again, this is totally fine. But when you surround yourself with people that have similar goals and beliefs with you, you feel more able and motivated and willing to accomplish whatever that thing is, your goals, your dreams, your hopes. I feel like one of the biggest signs is you feel more excited to hang out with other people than them or something just feels off and they may not be reaching out to you as much. I mean, it's not just like a one-sided thing where you're like, oh, I don't really feel like hanging out with these people anymore. They may not even feel like hanging out with you anymore. So it might it might even just be this energetic shift subconsciously as well. Even though they might not recognize it, you recognize it as this, sh- this shift in energy. So those, I would say, are some main signs of when it's time to move on from certain people in your life, some, from a certain friend group, from certain situationships. And for relationships in particular, I feel like this is also important to address because you can be dating someone for so long and feel so comfortable with them and you know, it's not just that friendship level. There's that romantic connection as well that's there with a relationship, which is why it may be harder for some people to really rip off the band-aid of this relationship is no longer for me and acknowledging and accepting that it's time to move on from that relationship. So some signs I would say that may be guiding you to move on from a relationship are you don't feel like you can truly be your complete self with this person. You feel like you may have to hide certain aspects of you or they don't, they wouldn't really understand this part of you or you have shown them the side of you and they're not receiving it as you would have hoped. You may feel like this relationship is weighing you down more than lighting you up. So you feel like if it wasn't for this relationship, you may be doing other things. You may be exploring other things, doing more things that light you up inside. You may feel like you're settling in a sense. Like when you think about your dream partner, the person that you're with isn't that person. I mean, that is a clear sign and every single person deserves to have the partner that their heart truly desires. And I feel like certain relationships, again, just like friendships may serve us for a certain time in our lives. And when that time is up, when our souls have either like moved on from it or have agreed to move on from this connection, then that that's going to make, be made loud and clear. Some examples that your ego may be leading you to do are you may start making excuses to stay with them. Like, oh, well, I've been with them for so long. What if I don't find anyone else that actually checks off all these boxes I want in a romantic partner? But this person's such a great person, but I'm so close to I'm so close to their family and my family loves them and we have the same friend circle. These are just excuses that your ego is throwing at you so that you can stay in your comfort zone because when we stay in our comfort zone, we don't expand. Our soul doesn't grow. Another sign, another big sign is that your sex drive has gone downhill or the sex life in your life is great, but nothing else is going well. So, you know, you're your romantic life, your sex life may be like awesome and everything like that, but your conversations don't really have any depth to them. You don't really feel like you can talk to that this person about anything. The conversations start getting kind of surface level. Um, 
And then that other side or the other side of the spectrum where your sex drive has gone downhill, like you're just like, okay, I'm not really physically feeling this emotional, like sex is such a important part of a relationship too. I mean, the physical part and then there's the emotional part. And if you can connect with someone emotionally, that's great. But then there's also that physical part that I feel like also contains an emotional factor to it too. So when this is gone, even if you're trying, even if you have had talks about it, that I feel like is also a sign. And I feel like even though you can have the emotional part without the physical part, when the physical part is impacted, it kind of reflects on the emotional part as well. Another sign is that you don't feel like you're growing together in the relationship. You may feel like you're the only one that's doing this inner work or that's really trying to discover and pursue your passions or doing the stuff that's really allowing you to grow and to spiritually evolve while your partner is not doing that. And it kind of is sad, to say the least. It's kind of like you're like, oh, I, I want them to be able to do this, but you can't force them into it. So you're kind of like, okay, I'm doing all this stuff, but you're not doing it. Like, I want us to grow together, but it feels like you're the only one actually doing that. And another sign I want to throw in there is that you keep wondering what life would be like if you weren't with them anymore. And I know some friends that have come to me and have actually expressed thinking about what life would be like without their partners anymore. And that is just a clear sign to me. And it really does reflect on, on this curiosity. And I think that you can salvage any relationship if your partner can meet you where you would like them to meet you at. But you also have to acknowledge and accept that, okay, it's either you can salvage this relationship together as long as they are able to meet your needs after having a conversation with them or after, you know, really trying to work on things, or you just know, like after that, if it doesn't work, that you're meant to, you're meant to move on and they're meant to move on too. And it's really for the best of both of you. It's always better to not delay something if you already know in your heart what you need to do. And I'm guilty for or holding on to certain things in my life because because I was scared but in the long run again it just it just adds on to the hurt. So, those are the signs of when it's probably time to move on from certain people in your life, from certain friendships and from certain relationships. Now, I also want to talk about when you've outgrown a place or when you know that it's time to move on from a location, when it's time to explore a different place. One of the biggest signs for me when I was living in LA and I just knew something was off, even though I loved the weather, I loved the beach, I love the mountains, I'm such a nature person, I love being outdoors every day. I don't like wearing like a bunch of clothes all the time. I just like love being free, flowy dresses, wind in my hair. Yeah, I could talk up Southern California as much as I want to, but I also knew in my heart that something just felt off. Like I could not help but envision myself in another in a, another place. And I kept thinking about Bali so much. I had never been to this place before. And my it was almost like my soul was like, all of a sudden it was like, you need to go to this place. And I had already been like mapping out like how, how I was going to do this how I was going to 
to leave my job and do this, but I hadn't left my job yet. How I my coaching career was going to skyrocket, and then I would be able, to, I would have the balls to be able to go to Bali and actually live there for however long. I started thinking about it almost every day, <laughs> and that's when you know that that's that's a clear sign. I mean. When your soul feels lit up by thinking about another place, that is your intuition saying, hey, maybe check out this place, you know, and it doesn't have to mean, oh, drop everything and just go here. It can also just mean take a visit to this place, maybe go on vacation there, see how you feel there. But I didn't even do that at that time because I was so focused on trying to create this safety net before I took that leap of faith. But when you're trying to create a safety net, when your intuition is telling you to do something else, that safety net, there's not going to be any use for it because your soul knows the way. Your spirit guides, your angels, they see the bigger picture. They know the way. Even, even when you're feeling fear and you feel like something else is calling out to you, it's them telling you, hey, if you do this, something great is going to come out of it because we are rewarded for taking leaps of faith in the right direction that's for our highest good. Now, another sign that it was time for me to make a move in some way was that it didn't necessarily feel like home anymore. Even though I lived in LA for so long, the energy started to feel different. And I lived there for a good chunk of my 20s for six years, six or seven years, I believe and Southern California for longer. So for me to feel this way was was strange. It was just another, yeah, it was just another clear sign that, you know, something, something doesn't feel right here. And also another big thing that happened when I was starting to feel this way was that I just started seeing signs everywhere about moving locations. Like if I would be scrolling through Instagram, I would see other people relocating and their stories about relocating. And I would see posts about, oh, this apartment over here or this apartment over here. And then I would even start to look for apartments in LA because I thought that maybe that was something that would help. But it just, that didn't feel right either. It was like, no, it, it didn't feel right either. Like moving apartments or moving into a different neighborhood in LA wasn't going to fix the situation because that wasn't what my intuition was guiding me to do. It was like, your time is up here, my dear. So if you have started to feel this way about wherever you're living, about wherever you are, chances are it's time for you to make a move in some way. It doesn't have to be big. Maybe it is just a neighborhood relocation for you. But if your soul is calling you elsewhere to explore another place, I would highly recommend that you do it. You know, I think that if it ends up being something that you didn't want to do, you can always come back to wherever you were. But at least you know that you tried and you explored what you felt like you were guided to explore at that time. Oh, I do want to say this because another sign that I was receiving was that I started seeing a bunch of people that I knew living in this place that I wanted to be in, that I envisioned myself in. And it was almost like, okay, what is happening right now? <laughs> like I never expected this person to be living at this place that I want to live in, that I see myself in or see myself visiting. So that was also another thing. It's like, it's almost like the universe is showing you that there are unlimited possibilities of what you could do with your life. So yeah, that was another thing there. 
So the next thing I want to talk about are signs that it's time to move on from certain things such as a job, a side hustle, or maybe even like a hobby, like an exercise practice or a routine. Because I do feel like those are things that we can get really comfortable with just being in that we may not even notice that we can change things up. So the very first sign, of course, is when it doesn't bring you joy anymore. And this may seem super obvious, but again, we can get so caught up in routine that we forget that something may not bring us joy anymore, that we're just going through the motions. A big thing for me is when I ask people sometimes, you know, do you enjoy your job? Do you really enjoy your job? And sometimes I get answers like, you know, it's the last thing I do want to do when I wake up. That is a clear sign. Like if the last thing you want to do when you wake up is your job, is whatever job you have currently, that is flashing lights. Hello, you don't have to do this. You really don't. If you want to manifest a new job in your life, you can absolutely do it. If you want to start doing what you're passionate about, truly passionate about, you can absolutely do that. You just actually have to take those baby steps to doing it, like apply for a new position or start doing what you're passionate about and exploring these different areas. When you feel like you have to do something, not because you want to do something or that you should have to do something, that's already life reflecting back to you. You don't have to live a life like that. You don't have to live a life full of shoulds. And I totally understand what it's like to feel like you need to stay in a job to create that safety net before you do anything else. And, you know, maybe that is something that is really helpful for certain people before they take that leap of faith. But give yourself a time frame or you're never going to actually do it. (laughs) You know, you may just be like, oh, when I feel like I'm ready to give yourself a time frame and then make it happen. You are the creator of your own reality. Another big reason why I think that people may take a while to move on from certain jobs is when they feel like they've invested so much time and money into it that they just have to continue doing it. And that's not why we came on here into the physical realm. We didn't come here to continue doing things because we feel like we have to. Again, everything happens for a reason and you learn from those situations and you investing however much money and time you did into getting the job that you have has given you certain skills that you can then transfer into whatever it is, wherever it is you want to go next in your life. So that is a big thing too, is that no energy is ever wasted, especially when you're using it for your highest good, especially when you're using it to fulfill your life purpose and your soul mission to be living your dharma, to be living what your soul came here to do. And aside from jobs, routines and exercise practices are also things that I feel like are big parts of people's lives that they can move on from, that they can change, but they may not even realize that it's time to change things up. So I remember having this pretty strict routine during COVID times of just meditation. I would do, um, I would exercise in the morning, meditation. I would be up like super early. And I think that that routine really served me at that time. It really did. I mean, I was learning a bunch of stuff. I had so much time to do things, to really 
do inner work, to do inner healing, because I, I had that routine. I was very diligent about that. I think once I did that for quite a while and I reaped the benefits from it, I needed to allow myself to kind of integrate my learnings back into a routine that would serve me at whatever where at whatever place I was in my life. And I needed less intensity and more self-flow. So I was a lot in my yang energy, which is more of the masculine energy, masculine energy. And I needed to bring it back to my feminine energy, more of flow of like waking up and asking myself, okay, what do I feel like? How do I feel like moving my body today? Do I feel like moving my body right now? Or should I, you know, enjoy nature later? Do I just want to lay in the grass? So really going more with the flow of the day. I would incorporate different types types of mindfulness techniques such as breath work and yoga practices, yeah, or journaling. So really allowing myself to play with different parts of what I felt like I was feeling called to do that day. So again, if a routine doesn't feel right for you anymore, embrace that change. You can always mix things up. And when you mix things up and find something else that that is helping you and still is contributing to your wellness, your well-being, then that's great. You don't have to stick to one way of doing things your whole life. And I want to go into exercise a bit because I feel like this was also a thing for me is I used to be a runner. Like I loved running. I loved the adrenaline rush it would give me. I loved lifting weights. I love how strong I was feeling. (laughs) But it came to a point where I started to become exhausted and a little bored with the exercise that I was doing, even when I would mix things up and stuff. It was almost like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. It doesn't make me feel like I used to feel. And it wasn't, oh my God, I'm just being lazy. It was like my body was guiding me to explore a completely different type of movement. And that's when I really got into yoga. And again, it was me like shifting from the masculine energy into the more feminine energy. I remember signs of yoga popping up everywhere. The universe and my angels communicate to me through synchronicity a lot. And I started seeing yoga signs everywhere, like the word yoga pop up here and there. And it took me a long time to follow that guidance But I remember taking that yin yoga class, that first yin yoga class changed my life. I mean, not just physical healing from it, but also an emotional and spiritual healing as well. And I think that is so beautiful. The fact that movement can contribute to your healing. Of course, when I was running as well, this was also very healing for me and lifting weights. But through yin yoga, I learned this completely different way of healing and movement that spoke to my soul. And I'm so thankful for it. So, you know, I would recommend yoga to anyone. If you have not tried yoga yet, book a yin yoga session. It really just feels like, this is what one of my yoga instructors says, it feels like a needle-free acupuncture session. Like you're really moving your fascia. You are releasing stored trauma in your body. It really is a healing practice. So all of what I've just talked about, all of the signs that I've shared, all of the examples that I've given, it really all comes down to your intuition and what feels right for you and what feels right for your body and really being able to understand your intuition and those intuitive nudges through everything 
through signs that the universe is giving you, through signs that your body is giving you, your gut, how your heart feels, your dreams, what people are talking about, even on social media, what you're daydreaming about, and being able to understand and take action and have the courage to take action on that. Something that I love to say when I'm asking my team of light for guidance is universe, God, angels, whatever higher power that you believe in, please show me the next step to take on my path for my highest good in a way that I can see, truly understand, and have the courage to take. In a way that I can see, truly understand, and have the courage to take. And then let the universe work its magic for you and give you that guidance because it will come. Just ask from the bottom of your heart and it will come, especially when you have good intention, which of course you do. (laughs) And the reason why I feel like this topic is such an important one to talk about is because the more people that are able to follow their intuitions, it makes an impact on others. When you are able to do something and go towards something that is calling you, it helps Others be able to find that courage with them as well. It raises your vibration. It raises theirs. When we are being guided to let go of certain things in our lives, it's because the universe is clearing space for what's more aligned in your life to come in, to manifest, to magnetize towards you. But you need to take the first step of actually letting go, of trusting and letting go. We co-create with the universe and our role in manifestation, as well as meeting the universe halfway and taking that inspired action action through those intuitive nudges that we get. The universe doesn't take something away from your life without replacing it with something better. Listen to that again. The universe doesn't take something out of your life without replacing it with something better. Your team of light, your spirit guides, your angels, your ancestors, they can all see the bigger picture of your life. They can see what's going to bring you joy, happiness, love, And they're orchestrating events behind the scenes so that these things can take form in your life, so that these things can come to fruition. It can all happen at once too, these major changes, these major shifts. Again, it just all starts with taking a leap of faith. It just all starts with listening to your heart and letting your heart lead the way. And I am going to end the episode on that note. It really does feel good talking about this because I know there's someone out there that wants to, that's being guided to do something. And maybe this is exactly what they needed to hear to take that next step in their life, whatever it may be. I truly believe that this podcast, this episode will reach whoever it's meant to. And if you made it to the end of this episode, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I hope that whatever message you were meant to take from this episode, it will continue to serve you. Podcasts were a huge part of my awakening journey of just listening to others, share their experiences, share their advice, and me being able to take bits and pieces that my soul was meant to hear at that time. So Anywho, I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day, of your night, whatever time it is, wherever you are. And if you enjoyed this episode or if you're enjoying my podcast so far, please don't forget to leave a review and give it a rating. It really does help my podcast out and it helps raise the vibration of the whole entire planet and we are all in this together again thank you for listening and i will catch you all in the next episode hopefully i won't be as stuffy then (laughs) bye everyone